0: All right, great conversation today with Freddie Alport. I forgot my hello, 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 but uh, Freddie Alport's on the show. You might know him from Hey Freddie on TikTok uh, or Instagram from the Kunstad Sports crew. Uh, so hyped to have this dude on. It's great to sit down and talk to somebody who gets the shop life, understands it really well, and also understands product really well. And he's just a ripping good skier uh so i won't talk too much more about him uh, be sure to leave a review for the show on apple Podcasts, on spotify all that good stuff check out the new gear reviews we've got going on on youtube that has been uh doing really well lately and i'm psyched to be doing more of that kind of stuff it's uh it's been a blast so we're gonna jump into a couple things before we get into the actual show darn tough vermont is a sponsor of the advance podcast they make the best socks on planet Earth. They actually just were a sponsor of Blavelt Banks this past weekend, which is a bank slalom event hosted by Jake Blavelt and Bolton Valley. And uh, it was great. Joe went up there. We'll have a full edit uh, and cut and photos and all that from, uh, from the event on the website. But if you're looking for the most durable socks made in Vermont that will last you literally a lifetime, yes, there's a lifetime guarantee on these things. Go check out Darn Tough, darntough.com, darntough on Instagram. Buy from Vermont. Support Vermont and support Darn Tough. Fisher Skis, we've just re-signed a two-year deal with Fisher Skis, so I'm so happy to be working with this crew. As I mentioned in the podcast, the 96 Ranger and the 108 Ranger are my favorites. The 108 in particular has been my favorite ski this year. We've got all kinds of stuff coming out for next year. I'm sure you've seen the new BOA boot that's been on my foot that I've been actively testing, as well as the new Trans-Alp. That ski is so much better. It's the best touring ski, in my opinion, on the market when it comes to skiing. They actually made it a little heavier. It skis better. It's, as opposed to, like, the old Hannibal that kind of felt, like, a little shaky in mixed-condition snow, this thing is, like, it's the ultimate trench. Touring ski, and I, I could not be more impressed with the way that they've changed that ski and how much positive change that they've made in the new trends. especially that 105 CTI. So check out a pair, get some at your local ski shop, and uh, yeah, support Fisher because they support us. And without further ado, here is my friend and yours, Freddie Alport. Freddie, tell people who you are tell people a little bit about yourself and then we can take it from there i think people probably know you from the internet and tiktok and instagram and whatever other social medias you're on it's like oh i almost wanted to start this interview and be like hey Freddie," because that's <laughs> the start to every tiktok video and i as i'm prepping for this i'm just scrolling through stuff but anyway tell Dude, me you have no you idea are. how
1: bad i want to change that intro it's uh you I get it on the now. screen You're all stuck. the time. No, no, I'm so stuck in it. I'm so stuck in it. But <laughs> yeah, for everyone who knows me from that and everyone who recognizes me, it's always at the most inconvenient times. We can get into that. But um, yeah, I'm Freddie. I, I manage a ski shop in Ottawa called Kinstead Sports and we're Ottawa's oldest independent ski shop. And yeah, a couple of years ago, we just started using, uh, like I, I've kind of been the main gear guy and one of our buyers for a long time. And so we started using that on our social media, and it's taken off. And now, uh, according to all my friends, I'm just the TikTok ski guy. Is is what they go by now.
0: <laughs> that's how I know you too, dude. Like that's like that's how a lot of people find your shit. How often are people just coming up to you and being like, "Hey, saw your video, and I'm buying," because it works, dude. Like it... people come, like it sells product.
1: Oh yeah, and and like the worst thing is we don't have the ability to sell to the states. So I'm just like, man, I'm selling you you guys stuff all the time. like i'm I'm selling adam's (laughs) shop stuff you know like we're not seeing half of this but it happens all the time and like i just came back from a ski trip out west and it's crazy just the reach like we my buddy i was traveling with like loves ragging on me for it so we had a deal that i would basically shotgun a beer anytime i got recognized and uh we didn't (laughs) even make it through the airport before i owed him one
0: it's fucking crazy it it it's such a weird feeling how do you react when people are like oh i've seen you on the internet or, i've seen this thing or that thing because i still clam up so hard like i'm just like ah,
1: yeah oh this. i'm so not good at it <laughs> like it, this better not grow anymore because i can't handle it like, i am so awkward like people happen to lift line and i'm just like uh oh hey uh
0: <laughs> thank you i i don't know. yeah cool man like cool (laughs) it's it gets real weird especially like especially with a thing like this because people remember shit that you say like people remember things that you don't remember saying we'll have this conversation and i'm gonna remember zero from what we talk about as soon as we hang up the call but like people hear that shit and they replay it and they listen to it incessantly yeah and i'm like I'm
1: horrible at remembering people's names. Like I'll, I'll recognize a face and know it, but like just from working in retail so long, like you just lose that. I feel like you just talk to so many people. And so it's even worse now because there's people I should know who come to the shop and be like, yo, Freddie, like, Oh, like, you know, we were talking a while ago. Do you have this bike for me? And then there's just people off the internet who are just like, Hey, I want to talk to Freddie. And I'm like, have I helped this guy in the past? And like, need to be giving him really high end service or like, is this just some random person I've never met who just like refused to talk to any of my other staff, but only wants to talk to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That does that annoy everybody else there? Or are they happy that it has to be you? Because it's, it's a thing. Like they call the shop, same thing. For, yeah. Like I'm not in the shop very much, but when they call the shop, it's like, Hey, is Adam there? And I'm like, dude, I don't need to talk to everybody. I don't need to have this conversation 500 times a week because like anybody else here could a use the reps and b, like totally capable of helping anybody out.
1: Yeah. I, I honestly think it bugs. I mean, they definitely rag on me a lot. So maybe it bugs them, but uh, I think it bugs me more than them because I'm just like <laughs> half of these dudes know so much more than me, you know, like yeah, my tech is going to go way more in detail and about binding stuff. And he's been doing it for like 20 years, you know, like, our boot fitter has been doing it like 15 years and like his dad owned a shop and was a head boot fitter for his entire childhood. Like he's been pretty much punching boots since he was like three years old. And I'm like, don't ask me about this boot question. He's right there.
0: Yeah, right. Exactly. Like kind of got to pass it off to somebody. And it's it's, yeah, it's a weird thing. And it almost makes you seem like you're being the humble one. Like, you're like, oh, no, like, anybody, I, it's really okay. Like, anybody else can do this, too. And it's like, no, actually, this person's really fucking good. Yeah, I'm like, actually, we
1: just have great staff. And, like, they, they got this, you know? And yeah. I'm also, like, real busy and doing a whole bunch of stuff. And I, I don't want to just be bogged down by every single person.
0: Let me, we talked a little bit before. It sounds like you're still enjoying shop life for what it is. What What's the worst part? about being in the shop for you?
1: Honestly, uh, I think the fact that my feet are destroyed for life from just standing on your feet in retail Mm -hmm. all day. Yeah. um, I don't know. I still like shop stuff. Like, I still love getting people stoked on skis. Like, I have way more fun with that, like, family who's first time buying ski gear. The last year in Ottawa, we've had so many, like, Ukrainians come in. It's been sick to get them in gear. Uh, Yeah. But where, where I am in the shop is, I think we talked about this before, but it get so many, like we're in kind of the rich neighborhood of Ottawa and you get so many, just like way too much money. Don't actually want to listen to anything you, you want to tell them and just want to buy what they want, even though it's completely wrong for them or like wrong for their wife or kids is like the worst. Yeah. The, the dude's just pushing like, no, 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 they, they need this. They need this. And I'm like, they're just not going to have fun on that dude. Like, just let me help you
0: yeah yeah it's a trust thing and it's an it's not even a trust thing it's more of an ego thing from the person on the other side and you're just like it's gonna be okay like i'm here for this reason and i get it like there's plenty of people in shops that have no idea what they're doing and that's like which is kind of a symptom of like where we're at like it's hard to get people to work in shops not everybody's experienced like they tend to like just go to the areas that are more popular and go to the resort and all this stuff. But we have the experience and especially because you're a younger person, I'm sure you've gotten this too. Like I've been lying about my age since I was 15 years old. When I was 15, I was 27. Like now I'm 35, you know, like I'm 28 years old, but I'm was 27 like 10 years ago. You know what I mean? Like it's just how it has to be because otherwise people just don't seem to trust you. Because they look at you and you're like, Oh, here's this guy that is a child and clearly does not know anything, right? Yeah, it
1: doesn't help that I have a baby face. Like I, I look yeah. like I'm still <laughs> in high school right now and I'm twenty-six, you know. So that does not help. And the fact that I can't grow a beard, you know, like that's just,
0: just never. That has happen. helped. That has helped. When I was fifteen, I could tell people I was twenty-seven and they believed me.
1: Yeah, my my dad somehow he has like these high school like football photos and he's got a full mustache at 16 and I'm like dude where are those jeans man yeah like, <laughs> give me some of that like I've been struggling this uphill battle my whole time in retail because of that and like I was just as into it and passionate about skiing and knew all the same stuff when I was like 15 16 just working the sales floor and not managing or doing other stuff uh, and it was hilarious because our owner Eric like really liked me and he just like he'd get all these high-end customers and he'd just be like yeah go see Freddie. go see this and then like you know 15 year old me like super small scrawny dude would walk and uh they'd be like really this is the guy you're sending me with and then we'd walk out with like a 20 grand sale or whatever like crazy thing buying like 10 grand e-bike whatever
0: yeah it's it's an insane it's an insane thing it's an insane place to be because you're selling this super high-end luxury product to an audience that can afford it yet somehow we're expecting them to not be douchebags yeah so it's like there is there's kind of this give and take where it's like okay like you want everybody to be like the perfect upper middle class to wealthy human and it just doesn't happen
1: no it just it just rarely happens
0: yeah it happens pretty it's that's the worst thing about it for me it's like the I really, really enjoy it. exactly like what you said. The first timers, the person that's like looking to buy their first pair of skis, the person that's like coming back to you because they like really liked what they had before and they want to get in something new. That for me is the best. It's the worst when someone is like, oh, I'm a ski racer. I need this. I need this probe form. And I know this much about this much. And I know, oh, you know, Jim, do you know, Jim, Jim, Jim runs uh, this program. And I'm like, dude, Jim can eat my ass. Like, I don't care about Jim. I don't want to hear about this right now. I want to help you if you want help. If you think you got it, dude, then you got it. Like it's right there. And if to be perfectly honest, if you are a pro form level human, you can get pro form in another way other than coming to the ski shop and asking about pro form. These people just heard the word.
1: Oh my god, dude. I don't get our shop does this thing that I have been trying for years and years to get our owners to not do is like we have like special buy nights for certain clubs and different mm-hmm. groups of people. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's the worst. Like I, I I end up running all of them because we do it all out of our location. And I love a lot of instructors and ski patrollers. <laughs> God damn, the people who show up to the buy nights are just the worst. For sure. Oh, it's for horrible. Sure. We used to we used to before COVID, we'd always just have like beers and food and Like I was getting drunk just to deal with this shit, hundred (laughs) percent. Like the the, the customers were not drinking the beers; I was drinking the beers. That was the only way I could put up with it. (laughs) That's how
0: it goes sometimes. It's just there's no, there's no way around it. It's people are gonna do this. They want to flex. They want to know this person, and it's it's gotten weirder and weirder the more that I've like been on the media side of the industry because like people will be like oh yeah i skied with glenn plake one time and i'm like dude i just talked to glenn plake yesterday like you don't need to fucking act like you're a flex like because you skied with a guy like just be humble like come into a shop you can tell me stories all day long but if you just want to name drop and want to be like oh i know this guy i know that guy i'm this i'm that like i'm okay man i don't need to hear about it and you know what it's always guys like it is always men it is always white men in their 50s every single time and i can literally as i'm saying that I, it's like i'm flipping through a stack of cards i can picture every one of their faces just fucking flipping up and down through this stack and some of them are awesome like some of these people are such good people and they just have a bad bedside manner to start off but it's insane just relax a little bit man like it's just skiing <laughs>
1: Dude, it's just skiing. I I'm trying to like rack my head, and uh, yeah, I don't think I it has ever been anyone other than a white man in like thirty to sixty years old.
0: Yeah, it's it's got to be a hundred. Like, if it's not hundred percent, it's ninety nine percent. It's, it's got to. It's, it's up there. Yeah, it's it's got to be. And many of the people that listen to this this show are definitely in that demographic. So I hope that we're not talking about you. But if we are talking about you,
1: if they listen to the show, I feel like.
0: They're, you they're never know dude. Not, they're not part of that problem i don't know you never know people want the in dude maybe this is the in for them so that they can be like oh like i know this because i heard it here and then they go into the next ski shop and they're like oh but do you have a pro form like don't do that like that's my number one thing is like if you want to tell somebody who you are if you have credentials and all this stuff like there's a proper way to do it yeah
1: i'm, I'm gonna get but, in shit from like some six-year-old retired doctor in, in the Glebe in Ottawa this week just because of this now.
0: Yeah, 100%. 100% it's going to come yeah.
1: out and someone's going to be for my throat.
0: No doubt. Um, I want to talk to you about some product stuff. That's one of the main reasons I wanted to have you on. Um, this is the time of the year when all the new stuff gets dropped and the public starts to see everything and people have reactions to things. I, I want to ask you just in general what you're excited about for next year. What you think is actually because every year there's this is new this is great this is whatever and I feel like this year is actually a pretty light year I I think this year's kind
1: of boring like I think last year was like Olympic year like yeah I feel like every traditional ski brand like they're just oh no Olympic year ski racing it still drives everything (laughs) this is how we have to do it and so you know like, I can't believe Boa came out this year, you know? I'm like, that should have been last year. I'm like, get on the This hype is a trip. good
0: year to do it, though. It's the number one story. It's like the it's number true. one story. It, it, it has Nevada. kind
1: of the realm to its own.
0: I was just thinking that. Like, if this was last year or two years ago, when there was new shit actually coming out, we wouldn't be talking about Boa like this, I don't think. I mean, we I would because it looks weird and it's kind of dumb, but like... There's yeah. I don't know. It would not be getting the shine that it's getting right now. Everything you post about Boa gets a reaction.
1: Oh, it's it's so fun. I I pretty much had to stop commenting, like replying to comments on all of her oh. posts because I'm good. It's I'm just, just... Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm good to let that shit run.
0: You have to. It's what... a chaos that I can't control. And it's just exhausting. It's like now you gotta explain. And half the time you're answering a question that was just answered directly above the other question. It's oh, like dude, I've it... answered. Every question once already.
1: And then we posted a video like showing the release mechanism. And then all the questions were why the release release mechanisms there. And I'm like, that was the number one comment in the last post. You guys all asked <laughs> it. Now I'm showing it. They're back-to-back videos. And there are like two most viewed videos of the last month. Like, where are you people coming from that haven't seen either of these?
0: Yeah, exactly. It's Dude, someone asked me today. Someone commented on like the month-old one and was like, can this get wet? And I'm like, <laughs> dog, like, read the room a little bit. We're putting it on a ski boot. We're not putting it on, like, a fucking bicycle. Even then. Even then. It's not going to my product. fucking it can hat, get dude. Like, it's like, <laughs> it can get wet. Like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. It's really fun. So, we'll talk about Bo in a minute. But what are you actually excited about for next What year? am I actually?
1: Uh, I'm really hyped. I haven't skied them yet. I'm really hyped to try out the new... ARVs from Armada because I was like growing up the biggest Armada fanboy like I just came back from Nelson and every time I go there I religiously go see the JPO Claire mural like yeah. first thing I do when I get to that town is go have a coffee and sit there for a moment because I like grew up a hockey kid and skied a little bit like I was born out west skied like once or twice when I was three and then didn't ski again until I was probably nine or ten and like I remember skiing like once watched this. I think Solomon Freeski TV, maybe. No, because he wasn't on those skis then. But somehow, for free on like my shared computer, I watched the All I Can segment, and then watched it like a million more times. It was like, Mom, I need twin tips. Yeah. And so I've always been a huge Armada fan, and I had RV96s. I want to say for like four or five years straight now. Yep. And uh, yeah, the new RV line looks sick. Way lighter they're kind of hopping on the trend of like a freestyle ski that you can tour with. Yeah. Um, pretty hyped on those. The graphics are, I don't know if I'm sold in them yet. They're, they're a little crazy. I, I flip flop between loving and hating them.
0: How, how much do you think graphic actually plays into somebody's decision to buy a ski? Like, is it's a very, it's one of the first things that I tell people when they're buying a ski boot is like the graphic doesn't matter on skis, I like throw that fucking shit out the window most of the time because it's hard right performance-wise, there's you're not gaining anything by a ski technically because it because yeah. you like the way it looks. There is a theory that I've been running with lately that's like okay, you like what you're skiing on, you're gonna feel better, you're probably gonna ski a little better because you're happy about like you're stoked, right? Like there's yeah, there is some uh, I are... think
1: ski graphics sells like in the twin free ride market. It's insane how much it sells. Like I don't know about your shop, but like we can't keep Ben Chetler's in stock. And like, it's not a bad ski, but there's not right. that much that special about the Ben Chetler.
0: No, it's you it's know, all having it for ski... a
1: year. Like that ski is all graphic. Like it's give me yeah. any other twin in a hundred mil like that kind of shape and like. You know, I, I'd rather ski a Nordica Unleashed. I'd rather ski that new ARV. I'd rather ski the Playmaker from Le- like all those skis ski better than it. But that one will sell twice as many. No questions asked.
0: Yeah. I hope Chris listens to this and hears you saying that. And it's just like, <laughs> I hate that because I love Chris so much, but
1: and I, <laughs> I do too. I, I,
0: I the ski, But I that's like, the ski like his year. bit, right? Is like, he loves the ski, like he likes the ski but he made the graphic the graphic and the art and like that kind of stuff is what he does so like yeah if anybody knows that that sells it it's him so i don't think it's a bad thing it's just but it is it's just a ski but you're not talking somebody that wants that that graphic out of it because they've been good for forever the graphic has been good every single year i feel like that ski is not just it it just moves product. Yeah, because it's him, dude. He's he's putting it out. And like if you like any of that guy's shit, you're gonna like what he puts on a ski. And like him being on the creative team there is such a big ad for them because that's they figured out what works. And you know what works? It's like we get Michaela and it's we get dad. Chris and we get grateful. Yeah, fucking I'm so over this grateful dead bit, <laughs> but like it's uh it, it's a thing. So it's if it moves product, it moves product.
1: Yeah, so. no, it's insane. Graphic is is crazy, crazy for that, and that's why, like, yeah, it, it's. I'm pretty surprised. Like, Armada's going away from the Mad and they're uh, they're yeah. trying some kind of crazy, but we'll we'll see how
0: it works. Do you think it matters for all mountain stuff? Like, do you think dads care about it? Do you think people that are buying like a Nordica Enforcer, that are buying a Blizzard Brahma a Rustler, like, do those kind of do those people care as much?
1: No, no, I, I think honestly, graphic only matters in like park skis and women's skis. And like, okay. I hate to say that because I like know so many girls who are rad skiers were like, fuck this. Don't give me a ladies graphic. But working at a shop, like the amount of it's more like older women who are like, I need to match all my shit. Like you just sold me white yeah. boots. Like you are not selling me like a blue ski. Like, sorry, it's just not yeah. happening.
0: No, it's a real thing. That's a that is a conversation, and it's it's funny because like if you just looked at like our Instagram feeds, it's it's everybody telling you, "Oh, we don't like women's graphics. They're all pink. They're all teal. They're all whatever." But it's like there is a certain part of that, the women's demographic that buys and pays retail for skis that really cares about like what them looking traditional. Like if you just go and you paint them all black, you're gonna have a hard time with it. And I think, yeah, I think the tough thing is the ladies and men's graphic thing i don't think has to exist i think it could just be graphic options but i think we're far enough away from that that it's i don't know we're not going to see it in the next decade probably where ski companies just give up on making like women specific skis
1: that's the thing like i i i'm gonna be so stoked when that day happens because so many brands you know there's no difference you know like so many brands just make the same performance ski in whatever they call the women's graphic but yeah it's crazy how much that stuff's like just speaking it and living and breathing it every day it's crazy how much that stuff still sells yeah and like how much the shop i sell it when i'm like damn it like i I honestly don't want you to want this like super girly pink ski i'm like because i have all my friends that i know who are like hardcore women skiers are like get this shit out of my face and then at the store all day i'm like this is all i push because it's what the older demographic goes money to actually buy skis wants
0: right what are you gonna do you're gonna turn them away and just not sell them a ski because it's what they want it's what they want it's what they're buying like what are you gonna do there's nothing even
1: just like doing like some focus group meetings you know like about graphics it's like it's so hard because I'm like, I know what my opinion is, but I also know what,
0: you know, historically sells better at the shop. And it's like. I have a I have a really hard time with the graphic thing because I think I'm right always. Yeah. And I, um, I know what sells in a ski shop for sure, but I also don't know what I don't know. So even at Fisher last week, they're showing us like the 2026 graphics and I'm like, dude, just change this. Don't do this. Please don't go down this path. Or even like the new night Ranger for next year. I like have so much beef with the way that it looks. It's just not, it's not what I want it to be. However, I might be totally wrong and they might sell a million of them and I might even grow like, there's plenty of skis that I, I thought were really terrible looking that ended up growing on me. So this might be one of those situations. It might be, I just I don't envy anybody that makes graphic decisions in a ski brand because it's extremely difficult to please anybody, never mind please everybody.
1: Dude, it's so insane going to those focus group meetings. So you have like the product managers and designers, and they're like, you know, pitching you to like the research they've done in the fashion industry and the automotive industry, and like where this color palette comes from. And I'm just like, eh, doesn't look cool, <laughs> not right. a fan. You know, I'm like. <laughs> Why, why are you even showing me this, dude? I'm like, I know I've, I've got to a point where obviously, like, you know, my opinion matters. But it's like, shit, you put so much research into this. And I'm just about to tell you it's dog shit.
0: It's so hard to be in that position. Because you're always just sitting there and you want to say, yes, here's here's this, here's that. This is finally my chance to get my opinion out there and I can make this change. And you're standing in front of the person that makes the product, and they're telling, and they always lead with, Here's how much work I put into this. Here's this. Here's the story. Here's the background of why I put this in there. And you're just having a hard time breaking their heart to be, just to be like, I don't like it. And then who knows if you're right? It's subjective. I'm yeah. not, I can't be like the Don of what color like what colors work on skis and what things work and what does i can just tell you what i like what i've seen other people like and go from there like nordica makes the same graphic on their on their enforcers like every single year and i'm so bored of it but I'm they so sell bored. a million I'm, I'm bored of that ski in general but like yeah it's
1: okay the but graphic... i found something out recently about that okay uh so as someone who just like stairs like i i do a lot of like rock and ice climbing so i just i could stare at mountains all day and so i asked them i'm like what mountain is on that ski it's a fucking ai generated mountain <sighs> like next year you know they go like it's, it's got more of like the the line art profile on it so yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the profile they spat in to the ai generator whatever to generate a mountain <sighs> and that's like they're, they showed me that and they're like, yeah, it's sick. Like we use this and it's just like a cool, like a mystery mountain. And I'm like, dude, you guys are in the Dolomites. You have any yeah. sick, iconic mountains. Like you
0: didn't pick one of those. Like who made this decision? I'm so, yeah, that's such a bummer. I did not know that. And I am upset that you told me that because now. It kind of ruined that it for e- me, if I'm being honest. I that love that. Effect... It ruined it for me. I have been sick of that ski for a while now because we were selling you know, a few hundred pairs of those things every single year. And it was just like, oh, you want to ski, like you ski all mountain somewhat aggressively, buy an Enforcer. It was like, close your eyes, here's the ski. I don't even really need to know that much about you. This is just, this is what you're buying. And it was never a question. It was always like people just walked in and they bought it. And that has become, as a salesperson, I'm extremely bored of selling that ski yeah. because it's just the same thing. Like, all right, cool. Let me switch it up a little bit here. And then you have to work a little harder at it and sell somebody a mind vendor or sell somebody, you know, an Armada declivity and get them a little out of their comfort zone. And that seems more fun to me, but it, it just was too easy. It was like, you're just mailing it in every single day.
1: Oh yeah. I, I personally love the declivity and I'd put them right beside. And like, it was my goal just to get the enforced person on declivity because
0: they're so yeah. similar
1: like you're gonna love if you like one you're gonna like the other it's the same they're person both great friggin yeah. skis it's the same skier and it kind of was fun for me to put like a 50 year old dad who'd never heard of armada on an armada and then have him come back and shot be like dude this thing fucks
0: right exactly it's not like we're gonna put you on something bad it's just i want to put you on something that's not like everything else on the hill every single day i just day. want you
1: to be a little less boring here
0: Yeah, just switch it up, man. Like, have a little spice. You know what? Like, add a little, like, crushed red pepper to your pizza tonight. You know, like, live a little. Like, not a lot. Just live a little bit.
1: I also, like, if there's Nordica people listening, like, the Unleashed is one of my favorite skis I was on this year. It's friggin' awesome. But, like, why are you naming every ski, like, the same thing? Like, you got Enforcer, Enforcer (laughs) Free, Enforcer (laughs) Unlimited, Enforcer Unleashed. Like, what? Like, make my life easy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you don't need... That family of ski thing has gone a little bit too far, I think, at this point. It's not... It doesn't make as much sense. Everybody's trying to, like, group everything together into families or into one big family, and it's just... It's not doing it for me. Uh, It doesn't do it for
1: me. And, like, since COVID, our online shops got so much bigger, and, like, I had a guy the other day who bought, like, it was the Deacon, like the smu ski like the deacon x or whatever like the, the right right the the one they sell in bulk to shops like our cheapest freaking ski on the website and he skied it once and was all like pissed off but he thought he was buying like the deacon 74 right and i'm like well right. one like dude you paid like 300 bucks i don't know what to tell you
0: right it should be a red but, flag
1: <laughs> yeah should be a red flag to begin with kind of your fault but also i'm like right okay this dude's other two skis are slalom skis like i'm gonna get them set up i'm gonna fix this for you but like it's confusing for the consumer. Like, right. I have a hard time figuring out which one's which, like,
0: oh, when I try and remember yeah. yeah, dude, the lineup doesn't make any sense. And then at some point, they go from being, like, you know, in a line getting wider as you go up in quality. And then at some point, they're just like, ah, just getting Here's a nicer one. It's, like, 78 under foot. You know, you're just like, yeah. what are we doing? And also, while we're on this topic, why are we, ma- like, why are we pretending that a 74 and a 76 are any different. Why are we pretending those skis ski differently and adding a hundred dollars to this? Like, I get it, you want more SKUs, but you're making Ugh. the customer more confused because then they have that number in their head, and you're just trying to explain to them that this is not the end all be all. You can ski an 80 and a 90 in the same day and be perfectly happy on either.
1: Yeah, it's it's so ridiculous. Like i find like obviously like everywhere in the world touring has blown up and i'd be like oh we're on the east coast you know so I, i'd only want like an, an 80 for touring right like that's a pretty wide ski like all these people like x racers yeah. who are getting into it for the first time and i'm like dude this like 85 i'm selling you it's gonna feel the exact same i guarantee i blindfold you, you're not gonna feel the difference dude it's it's five fucking millimeters
0: yeah. And then you have to like explain what a millimeter is and how much a millimeter is. Yeah, like, oh my God. It's this, it's this much. If you I mean, can feel that much.
1: Okay. We're in Canada. We actually use logical measuring systems, So I don't have to do that as much, <laughs> but you know,
0: I you do guys, it all it was, the time, like, I, dude, all the time. I'm like beating it into people's brains of like, you know how much two millimeters is. If you can tell how much two millimeters is, On a ski, like if I blindfold you and you ski two and you can tell me which one's there, I'll give you $1,000. You're a better skier than anybody I've ever known or will know. There's no, you're just not going to be able to tell. No. It's just not, it's just not a thing. They're doing it because for all I fucking know, they're the same. (laughs) They're putting the same ski out there with a different picture on it. Dude, we need, we need more price increments.
1: We need logical price increments so they can sell their higher end skis easier. That's it.
0: Right. And they need to be sold to the correct people and targeted to the correct people because if you look at a four ninety nine ski and a seven ninety nine ski, it says it's for the same skier,
1: oh right? My so God, when somebody's
0: dude. shopping, it's like you're. This is not the same skier. There's like a big is, difference.
1: This is how we started our videos. It's just I was like, like we started our videos during COVID when we were starting like our online store, and it was pretty much yeah. just. Uh, for for those who don't know, my sister's been on one of your shows before, but she's the real social media star in the family. And like, <laughs> she helps all with all of our stores, social media. Um, and she was like, you know, prodding me like, Hey, like I want to do some gear talks with you. And I'm like, I don't want to go in depth. I'd like, I can do an in-depth gear talk. We can do longer yeah. form videos, but like, I just want it to be simple. Like tell people what the hell the difference is between like sidewall, no sidewall camber, no camber. like right. keep it simple because none of our brands, websites or, you know, our guy who does our website is good at writing product descriptions. Like no one in this industry is good at it. They just, all they want to do is sell. They don't actually give you any substance.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. It's the goal at the end of the day is to keep the smoke and mirrors thing up because that like allows people to go and they just buy stuff, right? They just buy stuff and it makes it sound like everybody is an expert. Right. You yeah. can go to a website and you read all this and you're like completely overwhelmed by all these words that people are using that are basically just made up words that like if you were to type into a Google Doc would be all highlighted in red because they're not real thing. Like they're not real words. It's just stuff that people are making up so that they have a reference point that only they know about so that a consumer doesn't just walk in and know what they want to buy. Like it, it really is. That's my big conspiracy theory, I think, is that, like, the ski industry just doesn't want you to know anything.
1: Dude, it's it's so ridiculous. Like, even... I mean, I love the TI thing. I think that's yeah. my favorite one. Like, <laughs> everyone thinks TI is titanium. And I'm like, dude, have you looked up how expensive that shit is? Like, <laughs> we're not paying three grand for our skis. Your ski doesn't have fucking titanium in it, dude. I'm sorry. It's right. Like... Yeah. It's, it's not it.
0: It's... But, such a it's such a fake thing to do. Like people have been saying titanium and there are companies that were like up until like three yeah, or four years ago, bit. they are labeling titanium in their skis when it's a Titanol ski. And you're just like, How much of it is titanium? Like, can I know the percentage? It's like saying you're going to buy a diamond ring and it's like, Is it diamond though?
1: Dude, when I figured it and, and the worst thing is like when I was like learning the industry, like right away are a land rep like he's a pretty cut to the chase doesn't bullshit kind of guy which i've always liked yeah. about him and he's just like yeah ti like we're full of crap like we're trying to make people think it's titanium it's titanel like that's what it is all the yeah. other brands by the way that's the same and
0: yeah
1: but he he, he didn't even know like you know what was in Tetanyl. and i didn't care to look it up and i just you know told customers this i'm like yeah no it's, it's not legit it's just another metal alloy and they're like oh it's like a titanium alloy i'm like sure
0: yeah. And I found out
1: like three years later, there's actually no titanium in and Tetanol. I felt no. like the biggest idiot.
0: No, it's literally, it's just metal. They're just putting metal in your skis. I I do like that that has changed a little bit. It's like people are talking about metal yeah, instead of talking about T-N-O, or they're talking about T-I, or they're talking about, like, there's metal in the ski. Okay, like, carbon, snappy but brittle. Wood, snappy but dies out. Like, little chatterier. And then you go into Tetanol and it's like, this is damp. This is going to track well. And then like you can explain that's one of the positive things that has happened in skiing over the last few years is they're explaining because more companies are doing partial metal laminate skis yeah you can actually go through and be like this is the difference in this ski this is why this one this is why rustler is softer than a fide. this is why this ski is softer than that ski. Like you can actually explain it and now there's like the windows of metal on it and you're like okay It gives a customer an actual vision of what is in their ski. Yeah. So, oh, I love that
1: shit. Give me, give me more like on an all mount ski where it doesn't matter. Like the person's not doing mute grabs all day. Like, give me textured top sheets that like show what's in there. Make my life easy.
0: I, I, I'm here for it. I, there's a lot of things that ski companies do that I think we could harp on, including the fact that half of them with these pretty shiny graphics are making skis that just get chewed to the bone. And that's like the new, I'm sure you've seen this too. It's like, that's the newest warranty like ailment that's happening in the industry is I chewed up my top sheets. Is this a warranty issue? It's like, no, the ski company that made the ski is kind of scummy because they're making a wider ski that they know people are going to clap up and they know it's going to look like garbage in six months, but they do it anyway.
1: Oh, I actually, I'd like to change my answer from earlier. My least favorite thing about this industry is friggin' <laughs> warranties, dude. I do all of our warranties <laughs> at the shop and it is.
0: No way.
1: That's the worst, worst job ever. I, I like volunteered for it when I was younger. I was like, so oh, that take is care so that stuff. On like, you. I'll, <laughs> Dude, so on me. And that now I'm just like in it and everyone knows, like, I know, you know, I know with customer service guys, every brand. So it's like, anyone else tries to do a warranty? It takes them like a week and it's like, I call out my boy and I'm like, yo, I got this. I just basically need you to tell me if this is or isn't. I'm going to text you a photo right now. And it sucks. Like the amount of dumb shit people try and warranty.
0: Yeah. Oh my God.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's ridiculous. I had a guy like this week, just five year old heated gloves. Although the the wires broken from me, like plugging in out too much. Yeah. It's five years old, dude.
0: Yeah. You got five years out of this
1: thing. It happens. Yeah. He's like, are you kidding me? They wouldn't stand by them. Like their warranty on their website's two years. I don't know what to tell you.
0: Yeah. Like that. It is. It literally is what it is. There's nothing yeah. you can do about it. It's. Yeah. There's two sides to it, right? It's like everybody thinks everything's a warranty, but there's so many things that can be done on the manufacturer side that are almost like planned obsolescence where they're just trying to get you to buy new stuff. I think Solomon is a huge I, it was blizzard for a while they had a huge issue with top sheets where everything was just getting chewed to the bone and then yeah now it's solomon like qst stuff has gotten a little better in like the next rendition and the current rendition of the blank and the 98 but like the stuff that is the same from last year and two years ago was getting chewed up so bad because it's like these glossy top sheets it's like what do you think that's gonna look like in two weeks yeah it looks sick when you take it out of the wrapper Yeah, it's instantly,
1: not even like chewed up, but just like scuffed up, and then the gloss is gone. Yeah. Honestly, my biggest beef was uh, vocal when they launched the Revolt for the last like five years. The sickest graphic has always been the 104. Yeah. Or 102, whatever it is. And everyone wants it, and it's like it's freaking like quarter inch thick sidewall right at the tip. And I'm like, all these kids are buying this ski because they think it's sick, but they don't know how to ski a wide ski and are just crossing their tips all day. And I think like maybe the 10 i had in the wall like six of them came back being like i warranty this this is fucked up and i'm like no
0: yeah what do you think Le- the most important learn to ski, ski wide skis better wall? what's the most warranty <sighs> ski on your wall you're gonna make somebody mad at you
1: i'm gonna make someone
0: so mad at me I
1: don't know. It's, <laughs> i'll it's, tell you it's, I'll it's, tell a, you line, it's a line chronic or a line tom wallish like Dang. it's those because it, it's it's a line ski that's light as hell that yeah. gets clapped around the park all the time. And especially like the Chronic, it's got so much side cut. It's like Chronic is skiing, a top for me too. Like a kid skiing a 96 foot, like a little wider than they're used to, with a lot of side cut. They buy it because they see their favorite pro in it and they don't know how to ski well and they just keep smashing the tips together. Like, yeah. It's not a bad ski. It's just like the people who buy it shouldn't buy it. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's, I, and I will it, say, there are yeah. people that should buy that Chronic that are just destroying it. Yeah, like, they, and that too. We have, yeah. we have a shop basically at Mount Snow. So, Corinthia is right there, and we have like all the academy kids <clears throat> are right across the street. Every one of them just comes in, they buy a faction, they buy a line, and that's basically what they buy. Like, there's hardly ever do you see someone buy something else. And you couldn't pick two worse companies <clears throat> when it comes to like durability. You could not pick two worse yeah. brands if you're granted both of them are actually pretty good at taking care of their warranties and and standing behind the product those things break as often as i break toothpicks it's just how it is it's just what they do and faction has gotten i will give them credit it has gotten so much better over the last couple years it's still bad but it is not as bad as it was
1: so yeah i don't know yeah like line and k2 like their customer service is top notch like yeah. I have, if I deal with like a lot of different brands, those guys by far the best, like they are so quick. So dialed.
0: They answer, but
1: I also know them way too well. Yeah. yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm talking to you guys way too much. Like,
0: yeah. You guys you know their sick. birthdays. Yeah. You're invited to their weddings and shit,
1: but there's a reason that you guys give me such good service. Cause I'm on the phone
0: with you every fucking day. Yeah, exactly. At this point it's like, eh, there's kind of a, kind of a problem here. It. You know what's not getting warrantied very often at all? Armada. Like yeah. I, I can count on one hand the amount of Armada warranties that I've done in the last 365 days. It is so few and far between. In comparison, especially like if you're comp- comparing Twin Tips on a wall, I will give them all the love because something about what they're doing is working construction-wise. And there are plenty that break. Like I just saw Talty oh, yeah. Dan a couple weeks ago had some like just snapped a pair in half. Yeah. It happens, but it happens at a way lower frequency than everybody else. Yeah. I mean, like I ski
1: all my skis till they break and like, yeah, like I, I don't think I've sold a ski used in like 10 years, you know, like I just don't get to that point. Like I blow them up too yeah. quickly. And by far I can say like, there's a lot of skis I've been hyped on lately. And like for the last few years, I was pretty bored of the V series and like, haven't been that hyped on new models until this coming year. But Dude, those skis, no other brands came close. Like, those edges last Mm -hmm. so much longer. Like, so many other brands, I'm, like, first day out cracking edges because, I don't know, our parks have taken a serious decline and no one maintains the rails and it's, like, so grippy and fucked up. Like, my first day out on skis this year, I didn't even even have edge cracks. I had, like, burn marks on my edges. (laughs) Like, they're all discolored and burnt and on two different (laughs) pairs of skis. One of them was an Armada. But both my new, like a land playmakers I tried <laughs> and the Armada Strangers I had, first two days of the year, took one out the one day, the Saturday, one out the Sunday. Both of them had burn marks from this park I was at. I was like, dude, what the fuck?
0: It just, yeah, I think that's that's probably a park problem It's <laughs> That's a park but
1: problem, but I'm just saying like, yeah. the, the <laughs> Armadas, yeah, by far have been the most durable ski that we have at the shop.
0: What, so you've been skiing on that playmaker a lot. How do we feel? I was actually pretty surprised. Like, I'm not a park guy. I was actually pretty surprised and like don't get me wrong like i ski park skis all the time like just because i think they're fun and like i hit a jump and i'll do some stuff every once in a while but i'm fucking old now yeah i <clears throat> or i feel old rather i really liked it like even just as an all-mountain ski i was super surprised i was super happy too
1: because one <clears throat> like i've always liked land like our shops been big land guys known the rep forever but they just haven't made a ski that has felt relevant for me in so long. Like, yeah. The ripsticks are great, but they just kept upgrading like they're all mountain skis and not really giving shit about it. And it's been the same ski for a while. And yeah. I was pretty nervous because normally I don't like a softer, lighter ski. Like I found the Ben way too soft. I found like my AirVs, they're okay. Um, like I, I mostly like like K2 poachers or other like full sidewall, full thickness, like heavier park skis, a lot damper. And yeah. I was stoked, dude. Like it's light. So don't get me wrong. Yeah. You're going to feel some chatter at higher speeds, but it holds surprisingly well for how light it is. Yeah. Um, it's held up to a crap ton of abuse. And even though they're marketing, like none of their marketing has been any park related at all.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> It's all like, oh, this is designed as I actually, like one of their athletes, my, my buddy used to live with, and like he, you know, he's one of the designers, he posts this whole thing about, you know, how they design, it's meant to be like, you know, a freestyle touring ski, whatever. And my right. buddy who lived with him, like, comments and posts, like, yeah, my buddy's out there hitting urban on that ski, and he's just like, yeah, that's not what it was for. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's me. It works great for that. It's sick. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm super stoked on it. I think
0: I think it looks sick too. Like it's the best looking Elonsky in also Ilan or Elan? You've been saying Elan. I've been saying Elon. Dude, we, right? we
1: botched it. We botched it when I was there in the fall. Um it's completely my fault. I was too hungover and I didn't finish getting this video, but we had a video started of me going around to all the different like product managers and stuff and asking them how they say it. Yeah, because I got in shit the first day for saying it wrong, and I still don't actually know which way I was supposed to pronounce it. But we got like three or four people into this video, and then like I got really drunk that night. We were hung over the next day and just forgot to film the rest of it. So that's on me. (laughs) We might never know the answer to this. One of them can like correct us here, but I say like land along. I I don't know. They're Slovenian. They're not French.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Like, I've been saying
0: know. Elon since I was a kid, and I and I'll I'll have to look and see if I'm right or wrong, but I'm pretty sure Plake calls it Elon too. So oh, there's got to be something to that. I feel like Plate <laughs> kind of got final say on that one. I'm probably maybe uh, I'll I'll go back and listen to it. It might also be me hearing what I want to hear because I think that it's a lot.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah, we had a, we way. had a whole debate on that, but it, it didn't didn't
0: work out. Blizzard or bl- blizzard 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 yeah okay cool say it like storm yeah, yeah. that's a that was a real like a storm exactly yeah if you have to do that's also the, it's like why why would we make it a word that it's not why would we yeah. call it blizzard it's literally a word that means the thing that you want it to be you want it to le- be a blizzard why would you call it something different that one legitimately upsets me in the shop <laughs> thule thule langy uh, langy yeah. i get all the time langy um, yeah um there's a lot of weird ones there oh vocal's always weird i don't even remember how people screw it up but vocal vocal Vulky, people screw up all the Vulky time volky volky like yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. volky yep volky's all the time
1: there's a think, lot of them man i think in their graphic like everything's capital but the l sometimes in like an old graphic is just like a line so it's like yeah it, you, you want to think it's an i if you just don't know any better
0: yeah yeah, well, we're not... Whatever, people can say what they want to say, I guess, but there is a there is a right and a wrong pronunciation to some of this oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's playmaker, good ski. I think that's consensus. Uh, Blizzard Rustler, have you skied the new one yet?
1: I have not. I have a couple buddies who have and will not shut up about it, but we only do Nordic from Technic Group right now, so... Mm. They're not too hyped to send me a pair of those. I, I kind of tried, but.
0: I feel like that shouldn't be that difficult of a thing. I know uh, Mr. Christian Avery is listening to this probably, and he can certainly send you a pair and should send you a pair um, since he's, there. he's their Alpine guy. He That ski, I have a few. It's funny. My only problem with that ski previous, because I thought it was almost a perfect ski, was that it was too chattery. Like it was, it was really chattery at speed, but that's what it was intended to be. It was intended to be soft. It was intended to be more playful than a bonafide. My only complaint was always that the tip wouldn't stay down. Yeah. And now I skied it they, last year. And they added a bunch of metal to it now. And it feels like the top speed on it is too high or like the, the minimum <laughs> speed on it rather is too high. So like, I don't know. It, maybe I'm just being picky. Cause I like that ski so much. Yeah, but uh, it feels like there was a missed opportunity. But I—I I mean, I have issues with a ton of skis that are really popular. I have issues with a couple of the Fisher Rangers. Like, I—I I think the 102 is the one that should have been the best one, and it's my least favorite of the three main. With
1: I'm glad you said that because I recently skied it and I was so bummed. I like, I—I I really like the old Rangers, and they had a, they had problems to them. Like, for sure, that aggressive camber to rocker profile was. Kind of ludicrous on the regular Ranger, like on the oh my TI God. stuff, yeah, yeah, on the regular yeah, like, yeah. Ranger TI. Like, that was insane. Like, yeah. it looked like the ski was like it looked like it was broken, it yeah, it was ridiculous. But as an East Coast guy, it was kind of sick to slang bumps on those things. Like, you had the most right. easy pivot point, and like it was stiff as nails underfoot, and you could trust that thing at speeds. The new ones, like, super playful, super damp, like you can mob that thing 100k an hour and you're not going to feel it chatter. But it's kind of lifeless. Like, Yeah.
0: I don't so, know, that was my feeling from it. Did you ski the 102? The 102. Okay, so the 102, I feel I feel very similar to that ski. I think it's a safe ski. To put, like, It's, it's safe, I sell but that there's ski, nothing like... Yeah, it, there's nothing mind-blowing. I put people yeah. on that ski if I don't think they can quite handle an enforcer, but they want something more... Because it won't punish you. Like, that ski, like, yes, the top speed's pretty high, but it's not going to beat you up. Yeah, the... no, like,
1: you can ski it all day long. You're not going to be tired. It's easy,
0: but, like... Exactly. It doesn't have a ton of energy. The 96 and the 108, though, for some reason, are placed so much better. Like, the 108 is my favorite ski right now. Like, genuinely is my favorite ski right now. Sick. It's soft in the right places. It's stiff in the right places. Like, I can take it out on a day when there's literally an inch three centimeters or whatever of snow on the ground and it feels really really good and that's that's the kind of ski in a 108 that i want in the 96 it's like it's quick it's carpy it's fun i it it is what i want it to be the 102 kind of sits in this weird area where there was so much hype with the 102 with because of the pink one last year yeah, exactly. And that ski, that ski fucked. I love that ski. I wish they would bring that, like, free version back. Like, so 100%. Bad.
1: That pink ski was sick. And, like, I absolutely so loved fun. it. And I, I almost, me and my roommate nearly went in on two sets because they had, like, the blue one that was the same. Yeah, and just split them. We were just gonna split them. Yeah. And <laughs> we we eventually we didn't, we didn't pull the trigger, but, like, when they changed it and I skied the new one, I was like, fuck me, that was the move.
0: We, I got a call today, literally at the shop. I spent today, and yesterday at the shop, like first couple shop days in a while. And I got a call for pink one hundred twos from last year. It's like, Hey, do you guys have any sitting around? Like, dude, if I had any sitting around, I would be keeping them. Yeah. Like that's I, like,
1: it's so good. I, I know pink is like, you know, there's a lot of dudes who are like, Oh, I'm not going to ski a pink ski. But dude, when they launched like last year, when we were looking at the Playmaker graphic and like they showed me the pink i'm like yo more of (laughs) them put more pink on that ski like i want that for sure and even this year like they're looking at there's some some new shit coming for them for the next year and like they're like oh you know do we put pink in like the whole lineup and i'm like yes put
0: it everywhere i want that shit i think it's great let's run it until people get sick of pink i mean we did it with every other color why not like just do it i'm sick of seeing red on skis i don't want to see red uh, on skis i don't want to see yellow like
1: I, I don't I'm want to good. See another red and black, like price.
0: Or point even blue ski. It's like, like I, stop I'm being good. so safe. Have some fun. Live a little. I'm good. I get that that sells. You don't have to put it, like, you don't have to make the 3.99 dollars ski pink. I'm not asking you to do that. But, like, let's yeah. make a premium ski that people that want to buy a fun ski, but, like, because that all mountain category, I, I ski all mountain skis. That's what I ski. That's what I want to ski on. There's not a lot of skis that I go into a ski shop on a ski wall and I'm like, I'm hyped on that. Unless it's yeah. black, like, unless we're talking about, like, you know, a seasoned Kin or a Arrow or a Armada Declivity, that next year's Armada Declivity graphic is so good. Like, it's so simple. It's so clean. Like, that's what I want an all-mountain ski to look like. I want to get – I want to be attracted to a ski that I'm buying, and it's so difficult with some of the shit that's out there. It's, like, K2 – has some hits but they've got a lot of misses too and it's just sometimes it's just it's a little try hard but yeah I K- know, k2 so i find
1: i think if any brand in skiing is the most hit or miss on graphics
0: for sure because you'll go through like, the lineup in the same series in the same year you'll go through a mind bender series and you'll be like yo that one like the 108 last year was so good yeah and the 99 was like the ugliest most boring ski i've ever seen in my life like it was the- not the, the gray kid poacher red.
1: i think has gone through the most iterations oh, of like, yeah. almost every year i either like one year i love it the next year i guarantee i'll absolutely fucking hate that ski
0: yeah yeah for and sure. like
1: same same with the reckoners like that mushroom graphic was yeah or the limited edition one they did was both those were chef's kiss and this year's is hideous i think the yeah. whole rack still sitting on my wall
0: yeah it's it's not ideal but whatever like we talked about it's graphics graphics are hard i i feel like it could be a little easier than brands make it but it's it is what it is
1: i mean armada and land have a tried and true like if you don't have anything to say with a specific graphic just do a black edition zero collection black black i think black black is the
0: way dude i've been saying this for years there's probably an episode like episode five where i'm just like paint every ski black paint Paint them all black." black yeah. Dude, because then people will buy what they're supposed to buy. They'll buy what ski is right for them instead of buying the ski that makes their outfit look better or, like, reminds them of the ice cream that they had when they were four or whatever people do. Like, I don't need to – I don't need to dive into your life history just to sell you a ski based on the graphic. 100%. And that's
1: <clears> – I have yet to ski any of the season skis, but, like, I I will forever miss Eric Pillard making cool ski graphics. But yeah. the fact that, like, he jumps into this new project and is like, no, we're just going black and you're going to buy them for what you
0: want to use them for. I
1: have so much respect for that.
0: Same. I love the old Polar graphics, but the black, I've, like, and people know this, I've, like, swooned over a lot of the seasons. And some of it I don't like at all. Like, I don't really love that arrow, but that kin, that kin is one of the best skis I've ever skied. Yeah, It's, like, it's so much fun. It's so silly. It's, like, it, and it turns in circles. There's... So many skis that could be positioned like that in the market. And that ski, it's it's not like it's a super hard ski to make. Just make that. Like one company has that. That's the only like 15 meter turn radius, if that, ski that comes in two sizes. It's super simplistic. It's all black. It doesn't get beat up. Like I've trashed that ski and it still looks really good. I could go sell it right now after skiing on it 100 days.
1: I got the Stranger because I wanted it to be that ski and it isn't. And it's also yeah. like Armada, if you're listening, why, why do you only make that ski and the B-Dog in a 180?
0: Yeah, that like, should be bigger.
1: That's ridiculous. Like you, you're two skis <laughs> with the most aggressive rocker. You're, you only yeah. making a 180. Like are I, you, I'm a are lightweight ski Are 88? 88. Like honestly, the, those QSD blanks, like we don't sell Solomon. I, I would be a Solomon guy right now if they sold me those like 194s, or whatever they make them in. Like <laughs> give me long skis,
0: man. I love a long ski. Yeah, I I honestly, like, if everything, for me, I'm like six foot. Like, if everything could be a 185, I'd be happy. As soon as it starts getting a little bigger than that for me, especially in New England, I'm like, eh. It, with the heavy, heavily rockered stuff, sure, like, we can go as big as we need to. But there's yeah. plenty of skis that I wish, like, I wish that Playmaker was, instead of an 80, I wish it was an 85, right? I wish it was a 78 and an 85. Did I
1: try that... last last year when they were doing like oh what are we gonna do the factory dishes and we're gonna let people test? They said 180, and we were like the third market they went to, yeah. And I was the only person in the room who said 188. And everyone else was like, "No, 180 should be fine." And I'm like, "No, yeah. 188." And then I asked them like when I saw them in the fall, and they're like, I'm "Like how many other markets said that?" And they're like, "Yeah, you were the only one who wanted a 188." And I was like, but "What?" Here, I... And then this year. They're like, yeah, okay, everyone after skiing it now agrees with you and we should have made them in a longer leg. It's short,
0: man. Like it's short. It's so
1: short. It's that's if you're looking to buy it, that ski ski is short. You need to go I to
0: was shocked. It. Usually I can get away with skiing 180 and not feel like it's like crazy short, but like like that declivity. I can ski a 180 and it's fine. Like yeah. it's not I'd rather a little bigger, but it's fine. The yeah. that playmaker in a 180, I feel like I'm skiing on a child ski.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I skied it and was, like, happy with it, but only using it for park. Like, I was like, ah, yeah. this is okay, but I'm only using it for park.
0: And then yeah. I got
1: my hands on a 188, and I haven't skied another ski in, like, a month.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I can imagine that, and in, in the bigger size would be the way to go. Um, I don't want to keep you for too much longer, but I do want to ask you about the thing that I think people want to hear us talk about, which is BOA, Um. How do we feel about it genuinely what are the actual concerns I've obviously only posted and I'm sure you've only posted some of the positive things about boa but what what's the actual feels from a ski perspective not just from a ski media or ski shop perspective
1: have you skied it yet
0: yeah I've we've got all four we got the whole collection
1: you got all four collecting those things like in infinity stones <laughs> mm-hmm. dude
0: yep exactly
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've only I haven't skied one. them all
0: I haven't skied them all but
1: I've only skied K twos, and then uh, my buddy I was working with today was skiing the. Has been on the Rangers for the last like, or the the new RC four, I guess. Yeah, for the last like two weeks, and um, I love to hate it. Like, I think it's the ugliest thing ever. I think every <laughs> brand has positioned it in a kind of dumb spot, and it's going to blow up. Yeah, but like, I break a buckle a year, couple buck like. I ski hybrid boots all the time. I break walk modes like nothing. Like if you're a hard skier, you're going to break shit on your gear. It's just going to happen. Yeah. And at least with BOA, it's one system for all. There's not different buckles, brands putting different screw patterns and shit. It's a click to install. It's dummy proof. You can do it at home. Like yeah. we we get so many comments. Like, I mean, you and I have basically had the exact same rollout of our, our media like, a yeah. teaser of it, let people argue in the comments, and then slowly start giving them the useful info. Yeah, <laughs> and like, yeah, like I've played around with the pop out mechanism, and like, yeah, it it works in a shop. Do I think if I ate shit and smashed it on a rail, I'd still break it? Yeah, no questions.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I, I yeah, Ugh.
1: it feels good. It's, like
0: I, I will hard. say, you I like the bit of the KT one
1: i i don't like the fit of that boot okay but the toe wrapping in that boot is sick
0: okay but yeah i that
1: boot is a weird like the instep volume is, yeah it's really weird on that
0: boot i actually so far i and everybody else in the shop has hated that boot that's been our least favorite of the so basically like here's the the feedback that we have had so far from the shop and from everybody at the collective, it basically is like the Fisher one. The fit is the best by far. There's definitely a couple of weird pressure points, but it's got a zip fit in it. It's a huge bonus to have a zip yeah, fit. It's not even fair so to compare. It's,
1: it's yeah, you it's, can't it's compare thousand dollars.
0: Like it's not it's not fair to compare the fit. So okay, that's your premium fit. Yeah. Most comfortable is the Solomon one, but it's almost too comfortable. It's like too. It's very, very cushy. Right.
1: Yeah, like super soft foam, just like
0: the hawk feels
1: good in the store.
0: It yeah, it feels great in the store. You put it in, you're like, oh great, this is awesome. But like I can see in five days that boot being massive, like just swimming in that boot. Yeah. But the hawks, Ethan is testing that one. He's like breaking his ankle, and he doesn't have a problem getting into boots. He's breaking his ankle to get into this thing it's like he's having such a hard time making this boot work for him and as soon as he gets it on he's like this is fine but like taking it on and off is has been really difficult for him and i also think protection wise it's the least protected of all the boas yeah and then the k2 one i think fits like shit everyone in the shop thinks fits like shit But the main issue is the toe height. Everybody feels like the toe box is just too big, like that it's massive. Well, it's crazy. And they give you that like shim. Okay, so I haven't tried the shim. Tom from K2 said, okay, put the shim in. It'll feel better. He said like this will, it'll fix a lot of that problem. So you tell me.
1: Yeah, and we were talking before, like about like me being a young kid on new scores, watching like Scott from ON3P start his company. Like Tom is someone I have like, communicated with online and never met in person so many times like i respect that dude so much from his time working in whistler but yeah i I mean i got a weird foot that boot does not fit me at all i've thrown an intuition wrap liner in there um and i've skied a couple days and it's a lot better that and the atomic both i feel like the instep height is so weird in that it's crazy hard to get into the boot and like I don't really have that issue, but then once you're in the boot, the instep is somehow pretty friggin' tall. Yeah, and it's like I just don't know what they do with not making the plastic soft enough there. or What what's going on? But yeah. like even the current Hawks, like dude, I can't get my foot in an XTD. Like on a one thirty with the PA plastic, maybe it be different next year with the PU. But like, dude, I am wrestling that thing to get my foot in it. And it's probably the best fitting boot for me, but I do not own it purely because it pissed me off how hard it is to get in there.
0: This episode is sponsored by Cetus. Uh, Cetus makes the best drop-in footbeds around. So if you need to dial in your fit, head into your local ski shop or use the Fit Finder on the Cetus website and get yourself dialed with some new footbeds, some new drop-in insoles. Uh, and if you're looking for some stuff for some cycling shoes, they have that as well. Uh, they they also have a merino wool coated version of these things now that makes it much, much warmer on the inside of your boot, kind of doing everything that they can these days to make sure that you have the, the best fit that you possibly can. Like five years ago, half of the stuff that exists right now did not exist. So on that note go to see this.com and check out some new footbeds today and head on into a ski shop near you uh, if you need to get some fitted and lined up there's uh, there's a bunch of good ways to do that but your local ski shop can help you out Alpine vans is a sponsor of the Bounds podcast and I could not be more hyped to be working with these this crew it's uh they make the nicest vans in the entire world if you're looking for a new adventure rig powered by solar I mean, it's I've been, they're all like the Mercedes fancy Gucci's printers, but they're extremely durable. They're built out to your spec, to what you want. And with the input of the great Cody Townsend, uh, and with that collaboration, Alpine Vans has made probably the best adventure van that you could possibly want. For more information, go to alpinevans.com, check them out on Instagram, or just shoot Todd an email, todd at alpinevans.com. That man will hook you up with the best man you've ever driven in your life. I think there's a lot to the fit conversation that's going to get overlooked because everybody's just like, Boa, Boa, Boa. And people are either going to try it or not. And I think there are a lot of brands that are like the brands that haven't adopted Boa that are watching this whole thing shake out and decide whether they want to take part in it or not. And a lot of them are taking the stance that, it's not a thing that they're interested in at all. And I just can't see that because there is a big benefit, right? Like the way that it wraps the foot is really cool. It is very techy. Like if you're a tech nerd, like it does look really cool. There is, I posted that video where like, you can see the upper part of the lower shell closing in. And like that yeah. part is really cool. I'm going to do a side by side where you can see the buckle version of it. Because that part is the biggest change for me. It's like, yes, the lower wraps really nicely and it doesn't have that crushing impact, but the way that it wraps like your shin area is really fucking cool. Like that part, I really am a huge fan of.
1: Yeah, I like. I think, I I think it is the future, and like I can see, you know, like when boa came out in snowboard boots or like cycling shoes. Oh my gosh, shit's not going to catch on, dude. You can't buy. It's hard to find a lace up snowboard boot now. Like, yeah. they're everywhere. And, like, they've got their problems with snowboard boots. This looks obviously way more robust. Like, I think right. people are going to break the levers, smashing it on shit. And eventually they're going to, like, they're going to change the way the boa is. They're going to put it up on a cuff or something and make a full boa boot or something's going to happen, you know? But, like, you're not going to break that cable. The fit is genuinely better. If it's executed right, like, if you put that boa on a boot you already have in love and like if someone just magically put that boa wrapping on your foot, I guarantee every single person would like it more. Right. But there is some like pretty silly issues with it. And because it's new, every brand has it in like one fit. So if it's a yeah. like shitty fit for your foot, sorry, too bad. Wait three years.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's a few things to probably address with it. It like, we have all these these videos up and everybody has asked kind of the same questions over and over again and everybody has had to say oh it's breaks in snowboard boots all the time like i get people sending me dms of like they're broken they're repairing a broken boa in their ski shop on a snowboard boot and i'm like dude first of all i'm not sponsored by boa i don't give a shit if this works or not okay yeah. i get stuff all the time for free i'm not the person to talk to you about durability in general like yeah. you're asking the wrong guy. Like I have to test X amount of product in order to like be able to talk about that much product per year. I can't, it's not physically possible for me to get 50 days per Boa boot. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like I can't, I just can't do it. Nor do I can like, again, I'm going to run this boot and I'm going to give it to somebody like at the end of the year, like I'm going to ski it and I'm going to give it away. That's basically yeah. what happens. And so I'm not the poster boy for BOA just because we posted a few videos that have done well. Like, I don't, I don't care whether it works or not. I would like to just take one of them and smash them with a hammer and see how much impact it takes to actually break the whole thing off. And I have sent you a video of, like, us cracking yeah. one of them. But, like, yeah. that's not – I would like to really go to town on one and just see what it takes. Yeah, like, you, you
1: did it. It still worked. But like, still works, you know, still I, I, I want to go till it blows up. And I've, you know, I've been told by a few of our boa reps that told you this before the store that they're like, can you please not do that? Like, we're trying to market this new product. You're going to break a buckle if you hit it with a hammer enough times. Like, we don't need to see that. I'm like,
0: I kind of want to see it. I kind of. Okay. So here's a good point. <laughs> maybe we do one buckle and bow reel. Like, maybe That's we nice. do you, you one can break both. Like,
1: I, I break buckles. Like, oh, I... I finally, and I'm like, I will preface this with on the old Lupo. I'm sorry for everyone who broke walk modes. Somehow I didn't. I went through four boots in three years of breaking walk modes before the Lupo. And then it was fine for like a year and a half with me, different brand boots. All my buddies broke the old Lupo's walk mode, but like, yeah, like I break gear all the time. It just is what it is. If you ski park, if you ski hard and you're like, you crash a lot, like it's just going to happen
0: right you know exactly
1: it it is what it is like it, there's not a question of if bow is going to break or not it's just how you know and how much
0: and i don't think it's going to be as catastrophic as people make it seem and that's that's one of the things so like all right cable strength it's way bigger like you can hold the chairlift on this cable apparently oh like my goodness, it is it's like insane. yeah it's so much bigger the likelihood of you cutting the cable is extremely low in comparison to a snowboard one it's not it's a totally different system like the h1 plus whatever boa system it is 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 a different a to z replacing the cable like you said super easy to do on this one it is not if you bring me a snowboard boot right now and tell me to replace the boa i will chuck that boot into the moon
1: i hate i won't do it i won't do it i hate and i hate people that's honestly yeah we're, we're we're running it back again least favorite thing in a shop is People come in with broken BOA products and are like, "It's a lifetime warranty. You're not going to charge me for this repair." I'm like, "Dude, I'm charging the shit out of you. This is yeah. Taking what do you so mean? It's time. the worst. It's the a lifetime warranty free. through
0: BOA. Yeah, yeah exactly. The parts are free. not through me. Oh, dude, I make people do it themselves now. Yeah, I'm not I, doing it. You I'm have the same. You that. have the same tools that I have, dude. Like you can do it. I can do it. My mom can do it. Like, but we're all going to be annoyed. Okay, it's not yeah. a service. You want me to tune your skis? I'll tune your skis all day, dog you want me to mount your bindings, I'll mount your your bindings all day. These are things that are services that you cannot or will not do yourself without a certain amount of experience and time. Bow wheels, no matter how many times you do them, they're still annoying as shit. You can do it the same way I can do it. And that's my policy on replacing bow wheels. So when I tell you that this one is easier to replace a cable on it, I mean it because I will do this one for you. I will not do a snowboard one for you.
1: Yeah, completely agree.
0: So it's,
1: it's click in, click out. It's like two seconds.
0: Yeah,
1: there's no threading it through like a worn out boot that you've clapped out and is all shredded. Like, yeah, ah, stupid. Um, um while we're on boots, just before we wrap up, because there's one other piece of boot tech we haven't talked about that I think is equally as ridiculous, and I haven't got to do a video on it yet to see the comments. But you seen the Lang double pivot boot?
0: I haven't played with it yet.
1: How many pivots does your freaking ankle have, dude? Oh,
0: I know. I, it seems dumb. I said I wasn't going to hate on it until I put one on and played with it and screwed with it. But The I don't liner's pretty good...
1: nice. I skied it. It skis really well. I just think it's like you've shot yourself in the foot here for the memes. Like, this doesn't make sense. It, <laughs> it <literally, laughs> does not I, make sense. I went to the whole product launch and, like, they had this whole video and, like, the guy who designed it, super nice dude, met him later, like, had all this thought behind it, and I left being like, it still doesn't make sense to me. I don't know why you did that.
0: Yeah, like you fixed a problem that doesn't need to be fixed.
1: It didn't, it didn't exist.
0: Yeah, you but yeah, I will you, say it
1: skis pretty well. It's it's a nice boot. It um, I think it fits a lot better than their their RXLX. It's a good boot. But damn that. What do you think about
0: stupid. the faction boot?
1: The faction boot.
0: Have you not seen I this? Haven't, the... I haven't seen this thing oh it's like fey nom or phenom or something like that new schoolers is pushing it for them but yeah it's a new it's a new fact they're not calling it a faction boot nor is faction to my knowledge selling it through their same sales reps
1: oh it's like the the full stack thing
0: yeah exactly
1: yeah okay 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 i i haven't seen it yet but i'm i'm prepared it's, uh,
0: yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. That's, I think, a thing that the world needs even less than new ski brands is new boot brands. No. Yeah, that's
1: the nice thing about, you know, you guys, since you're, you know, you're just in the media side of things, and you're not really affiliated with your shop is you get to talk about all brands.
0: Yeah, exactly. I don't care. Yeah, we don't faction, sell I can
1: trash faction all the time. It's great. <laughs>
0: i have a hard time i i still i love their team
1: but like dude i don't know i have best team in a number of their skis and like yeah yeah, best team in skiing but i i have yet to ski a faction ski i like
0: yeah
1: and i have yet to see a faction ski in the shop that hasn't blown up so yeah i don't know
0: sorry to sorry to faction and also when you
1: lose candide you just lose my trust you know yeah but dude do you
0: know who he's skiing for
1: Who's he scheme- Is he scheme for season?
0: No, dude. I'll no. tell you when we get off air. I don't think I'm allowed to say yet. But yeah, okay, okay. you're gonna be so pissed. you everything you're gonna said, be more pissed. You're gonna be more pissed. Yeah, ah. yeah, yeah, you're gonna be more or confused. I'm confused, dude. <laughs> Bro, you're confused. I'm fucking confused. Um, all right, Freddie. This has okay. been great. I uh I appreciate the time very much.
1: Yeah, pleasure talking shop with you, man. And uh it's always been good and Happy to finally be on here. This is my first podcast ever, so. Well,
0: oh, you crushed it. This is
1: great. I'm, it's almost like, yeah, I'm officially like a twenty-something-year-old white dude who does podcasts <laughs> now. I think I'm like, I, I'm already a, apparently a TikTok celebrity, and now podcast. Like, you're on it, dude. Now you just need your own, and, and you can start down. checking.
0: You can just check some boxes here.